Hey everyone and welcome back to Hope Ministries. I am your podcast host, as always, Kenny. Excited to bring you a brand new message of hope. But beyond that, I'm so thankful to have you, all of you, whatever nation you're from, whatever language you speak, whatever city you live in right now, to join me on this podcast. You guys have helped my dream come true. You have helped me reach many people and you've helped me because I know so many of you have great impactful stories that are going to influence all the people around you but I do want to share this with you guys if you have received something from this podcast I heavily influence you to either email me shoot me a a message on, on, on Instagram or on Facebook or even send me a voice note through this very app on Anchor because to be honest with you you guys have no idea the the impact you have on radio host you know we do this because we feel in our heart to share with people the love of Christ but you all are the people that are part of that that whole entire master plan of God as a matter of fact Many people out there think listening to a podcast or a YouTuber or whatever it is that that person's getting all the glory while that other person listening is just kind of like in, in no man's land. No, quite the contrary. You are part of this. And if you share your story, God has given me a platform to share with other people. So it works together. We're a brotherhood. We're one body. We have one Lord, one Savior. So um, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm K underscore R-U-I-D 17. My email email address is my last name which is Ruidiazk which is spelled R U I D as in dog I A Z K at yahoo.com and I would love to share your story your your whatever happened to you through one of these many many episodes that the holy spirit has given me that I can share with other people because again guys that's what it's all about right um Colby, who's become a avid listener, shout out to you, girl. She has been so inspirational in this too because she's been sharing messages of which she's been receiving either via the Holy Spirit, via a teaching of mine, or even via a podcast of mine. And it's amazing to see that it's impacting people. So guys, let your voice be heard. We want to hear it. God loves to hear it. And make sure you reach out to those people. Don't sit there in the dark thinking they don't care about you. We all care about you very deeply. So, a uh, quick update, guys. We are 51 days away from my wedding, and it's been amazing. Um, I know the summer's ending, but I'm excited because not only was I born in the fall, but I love the fall. Um, we have football starting this week, baseball, which I'm a Med fan. If you guys watched that game last night, I don't even want to get into that because let's just keep moving. <laughs> uh, um, you got basketball on the horizon. You got just beautiful 70-degree hoodie weather. I mean, it's just so great, but there is one major event, obviously, that I'm, I'm focusing on, and it's our wedding on October 20. And I want to make this a public service announcement to all who are listening. Um, We are about to embark on a fast, a very specific fast that we believe is going to be a breakthrough. And that breakthrough is going to occur on our wedding day. Laura and I, together with the ministry, together with my mother and father and anyone out there who wants to join, are going to be doing a Daniel fast from September 10th, 21 days straight through. And we invite all of you right now who want to be a part of that. If you're not sure what the Daniel Fast is, uh, go online, check it out, read up on it before you do embark on it because it's a very, very um, demanding fast. On top of that, uh, it's you know there's no meat, there's no sugars, you know, so you have to find a fueling source for your jobs and everything you're doing. But if you can't do that fast, guys, 
do a regular fast. And if you can't do a regular fast, just pray with us. We want as many brothers and sisters around the whole entire world to be praying, not for a tremendous financial breakthrough and great experience for the wedding only, because many people think I'm trying to get followers for that. No. I want you guys to understand this is a, a prayer for breakthrough of lost souls, of souls who have left the kingdom, and souls who are currently in the kingdom, people who are battling to stay alive with Christ, people who are just left because they were frustrated, and people who have no idea who He is. I believe the Lord has chosen this date because of what He's shown me. Guys, behind the scenes, I'll even give you a quick, you know, um, I guess a debriefing of that. You know, the Holy Spirit has put in my heart firmly to do this. Not only we're going to have a family worship session, but we're going to make sure this wedding is given unto Christ as a fragrant offering. Something that we're going to take as everyone's kind of like fun day, you know, celebration day, which is, is a celebration. But for us, it's it's almost like we're going to partner in partying with the heavens. Because if a soul gives his life to the kingdom, there is a celebration in the heavens. And that's what I'm emphasizing. That's what Laura and I are emphasizing. So please join us on that fast. And October, I'm going to do a separate fast to prepare for that day. But please cover us in your prayers. Join us in every single way. We ask you guys to just be there with us. I'm not asking you guys for financial, for financial, financial, sorry, financial support. I'm asking you for spiritual support as brothers and sisters because this is going to be an amazing day. So I ask you guys to help us with that. But let me get into the topic of today because I do want to talk about this. We are starting a series in September called Serve September. And the whole premise is basically going to be surrounded around the is is to show people that following Jesus's example often means seeking out lowly jobs not avoiding them the whole I guess essence of serving is doing the things that nobody else wants to do but the amazing thing about serving now in churches is that it's become more of a thing that we do in response not so much a lifestyle so yeah we see people have to move chairs will move chairs we see people that have to you know uh, serve food will serve food you know those kind of things but when I mean a lifestyle a servant. I'm talking about people who do it beyond the church walls. People who go to their jobs and do the same thing. People in their families do the same thing. People with their friends do the same thing. And that's what the character of the kingdom is. Jesus walked this earth and served the people. He even washed his disciples' feet. Guys, I'm not sure if you're a foot person or not. If many people hate feet. Could you imagine washing, guys? And let's just Again, let's put this clear. In those days, there weren't foot massages and pedicures and manicures. There weren't things to wash feet. There weren't all the technology we have today. Those people walked around in sandals for the most part and sometimes barefoot. They probably had some gross feet. So think of the magnitude before you hear like, oh, what's easy because the woman in my salon washes my feet and I have fabulous feet. No. Think about those times, the feet he had to wash, how humbling it was for the God of the universe of all things was washing the feet of 12 men. So, you know, that to me set the tone and everything he did, whether going and healing the leper, healing the blind man, doing so many things for the kingdom. I mean, these are the things that we need to be living. We have to live in a lifestyle of serving. And for the most part, I think many people understand who can I help? How can I help? Where can I help? But to me, 
I think the biggest thing is why should I help? That has been the foundation for so many people. Why? Because so many people are distracted by their everyday responsibilities. Now, I don't mean abandoning your child and run away from your bills and don't pay the insurance company and don't pay the water bill. No, I'm not I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that you have the same things you have to do every single month. For instance, if you have a car, your car payment is not all of a sudden jump around, change payments every single month. If you have children, I'm sure you buy a steady diet of something you've already developed with their diapers or formula or food they like. It happens, you know, and all these things for many people have become a burden to them. Many people go to school and the first thing they say is, I can't serve God because of my classes and homework. People have a new job and they say, oh, I can't go to church because of my new job and it's ours. We are creating problems and creating creating situations for us to not serve. And then we have valid, quote unquote, valid excuses not to do it. But a, a person who figures out that lifestyle serving that being a servant and making it part of your life, when they figure out and they understand that, yes, I have responsibilities. Yes, I have needs. Yes, I have things I have to to do and I have to focus my attention on. But at the same time, they have understood the significance that serving is a blessing that removes the weight of my burden. My father once told me, Ken, if you have problems in life, whether financial, emotional, all these things, sexual, whatever it is, Pray for other people and intercede for other people in the same circumstance because they'll be interceding for you. And I took that seriously. When I first came back uh, to, to the ministry, guys, I, I wasn't trying to uh, you know, obtain my position as apostle's son. I wasn't trying to enforce power or authority I never had. I understood the significance of cleaning the church. Even till today, every single Wednesday, which is today, I cleaned my church before my classes, even when I didn't teach. I had an experience that I want to share with you guys this because one time I had to go clean on a Wednesday I was by myself. I had to move all the chairs, mop and sweep and do all these things. And the people who usually cleaned weren't there with me that day. And I wasn't even teaching that day as well. And I was so frustrated. I was beyond frustrated because to me, I was thinking, wait a minute what benefit do I get from this? I don't get to teach. No one gets to hear me speak. No one even cares how to clean this place. They walk in here assuming that 50 people did all this and it was an easy job. But the fact of the matter was in my moment of, I guess, being real and honest and just a frustration, I felt the Holy Spirit really speak so clearly to me. And he was like, Ken, who do you do this for? And it was crazy. I thought about it. I was just like, wait a minute, you're right. I don't do this for anybody. I don't do this for a friend or a person or for looks or for for praise. I do this because I love God and I love what he's done in me. And to make this place beautiful and prepared for any person who wants to give their life that much more to Christ, that's my recompense. Not only that, but the word even says you store up treasures for you in heaven that no one can touch. That is yours already. So I really put things in perspective and that's why I want to focus on the why so many of us critique we used to be cleaning but now we don't do it because of self-righteousness because of emotional pain because of some kind of disturbance some kind of uh, uh fight some kind of quarrel that separated you from wanting to wanting to do things for christ in an authentic way guys i tell you something serving is never an easy thing but it's always a blessing And that to me has been the model of my life. I know that I must serve. I must serve and serve. And what does serving mean? Serving means doing the jobs that nobody else wants to do. Going to the bottom of the totem pole, doing things that no one considers to be a beautiful thing. You see, everyone wants to become a doctor. 
Everyone wants to own a business. Everyone wants to make a million dollars. Everyone wants to be seen and be famous, but no one wants to do the John the Baptist role. See, John the Baptist, his cousin was Jesus. Let's just talk about that for a second. His cousin was Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. Okay, could you imagine the, the complex that he developed from that? Not only that, Jesus wore fine linens. John the Baptist wore camel hair as his gear and he ate locusts. I mean, my man was far away from what we call quote unquote royalty. Yet the word itself says there's no one higher in the kingdom than John the Baptist because he fulfilled a role that nobody wants to embrace, but is so important in the kingdom. Guys, wherever you are today, know something. Your church needs and requires your service. Your community needs and requires your service. Your family, your friends, the people around you. I love doing something in my job right now at Instacart, and I leave customers and people almost like, like floored, like dumbfounded. I love holding the door open for people. I love giving people my shopping cart. I love giving people the, the, the spot before me online. I love giving people help in any way. And they look at you like, wait a minute, this is not part of this time anymore. People of your age shouldn't be doing that. And that's the love of Christ manifesting. Understand today that if you develop a servant heart, you are gonna be so you're gonna be so joyful in everything you do. Because why? The word even says in Acts 20, 35 that it is better to give than to receive. That there is actually more joy found in giving unto people than receiving things. And don't get me wrong. I love gifts. I've received so many gifts this past month, uh, month for the bridal shower and for our wedding. And it's great to receive a gift. To open a gift is fantastic. But you know what's better? You know what's more productive? To be the person who lays down his life, fills the gap, builds the bridge to someone to give the love of Jesus to them. It's amazing. The word says in the beginning of, the, of the, that, that chapter in Acts 20, it says that he who receives you receives me, the Lord says. And he who receives me receives the one that sent me. You know, how amazing is that? There's a truth behind that. There's a reality behind that. And to me, it's like, wow, wait a minute. So if, if I go serve somebody and I help them and I do what I do, that what, what, what the Holy Spirit put in my heart, the prompting he put in my heart to do, they not only receive the blessing of that, but they also receive the blessing because now they receive Christ in whom I received. And on top of that, receiving Christ means by default, they receive the Father who sent him. That sounds like a lot, but guys, think about this. When you do a kind act, they receive the Father. Because you were sent by the Holy Spirit, who is testifies according to what Jesus is, who he is, and what he did. So think about that right now. Where do you find yourself? Are you in church and you serve sometimes, and sometimes you're frustrated? What happens is the burdens of life are too heavy on you. That's why he says, take upon me. Take upon me my burden, which is light, and give me yours, and you'll find rest. You see, the reason why we are we don't feel like we have the capacity to help and serve is because of life and all its troubles. But guys, the word even says, take heart. I've been through this life. I've lived this life, the Lord says. And I give you a peace that surpasses your understanding and your logic of this life. So today, I thank you guys for joining us. I know it's been uh, quite a journey in this whole entire year to get to this wedding and i thank you guys so much for helping us in this but i do want to encourage you guys like to keep on serving make the difference be the person that does the cleaning that picks up after other people that holds yourself accountable and develop a lifestyle 
if you're a leader right now and you feel like you're, you're doing all the work and no one else is helping, try delegating. Try also developing the culture before you delegate because you have to be someone who is ready to do those things and show other people that this is the way to do it. We have emphasized for too long for to make people do things that we don't do, which causes a, a, it causes a rift. It causes a problem. Even Jesus Christ himself says, do as they say, don't do as they do. Don't be a Pharisee. Don't be someone who commands people to do things you don't do. Learn today to pick up a mop. Learn today to pick up a broom. Learn today to clean the bathroom. Learn today to, to, to carry the pastor's bags. Learn today to move things when no one else wants to move it. Take those lowly jobs. Associate with, with people of lower position because the word says that and you'll find true joy. I know this series is going to be amazing. Guys, we're going to have many events. We're going to have games. We're going to have um, a, a Crave Night at my house here where I'm actually doing this podcast episode in our backyard on September 21st. We're going to have a lot of activities that are going to build the servant heart. So I ask you guys, please, to be a part of it. This whole month is at your disposal to help you become more of a servant. Our church address is 34 Locust Street in Valley Stream, 11581 here on Long Island, New York. So I I invite you guys, I encourage you guys to keep on serving, keep on allowing the Holy Spirit to impart into you what you need to do. Because guys, let me tell you something, in every situation, there is a way that you can contribute. It's not gonna be the most important thing or the greatest thing, but it's gonna help people. And I wanna leave you with this quote that I'm I'm writing, I'm actually gonna post on my Instagram account uh, tomorrow. And it's this, you might not be the wealthiest person in the room, you might not be the best looking, might not be the fastest, might not be the smartest, but you can certainly be the most loving and the servant who's ready to give his life for anything. If you are that, and if you are that in every single room, you have found true joy and true peace at life, and you will always be happy to be of service to other people. I love you guys very much, God bless you. I look forward to seeing many new faces, at True Encounter Youth on Wednesday nights, if not at Crave Night on the 21st of this month. And I love you guys. Please keep us in your prayers. Fast, fast, fast. Help us in that fast in any single way you can. And I love you guys very much. God bless you all.